welcome to the latest episode of Three Old Geeks, the animated series. I'd like to thank the TyOps channel, that's T-Y-O-P-S, on YouTube for that awesome lead-in music. We had so much fun talking about the DC Animated Universe in a previous episode, we decided to review every episode in production order. Keith sets the standard with four categories, the good and the bad, which are self-explanatory, the huh, which are things in each episode which make us scratch our heads, and the glee, which is something in the episode that puts a smile on our face. So break out your DVDs or bring up DCUniverse.com, watch the episodes, and then check out our reviews. Hope you enjoyed them as much as we like doing them, and hey, thanks for listening. Alright, for our continuing reviews of the DC Animated Universe, we are at the uh, Batman the Animated Series episode Deep Freeze, which debuted on November 26, 1994, uh, directed by Kevin Altieri. The story was by the team of Dini and Tim, and the teleplay was by Bru- uh, by Paul Dini. And this is the return of Mr. Freeze. So, uh... Wouldn't he be Dr. Freeze? Uh, that's You know what, I was thinking about that while I was watching this episode. Technically, wouldn't he be Dr. Freeze? Yeah. He lost his license. Oh. But he's still got a PhD. Just because you can't practice medicine doesn't make you not a doctor. I guess. You know, and there are people who have PH or have uh, yeah PhDs in English. They're doctors. We don't call them doctors because that's stupid. But no, I think it was stupid. a carryover to the classic. They call the Mister Freeze in when he first debuted in what what the sixties or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So, well, it's the return of of uh, of Mister Freeze, and uh, essentially uh, a, a crooked billionaire wants to make wants to be like Mister Freeze, be immortal. Who does it? You know what? He was so Walt Disney, it was almost there. That's, that's a little bit lower on my list. But... Oh, that was, that, was, that was my good. <laughs> that's your good? Yeah. The evil Walt Disney? The evil Walt Disney, yeah. Well, no, and that draws a parallel because didn't Disney have his body prior to his head? head? Yeah. 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 No, he didn't. No, I know. That's a, that that's was a, always on an urban legend or it's something? an urban legend. Okay. Same yeah. with Ted Williams, I believe. Just his arm. His arm? <laughs> his arm is his, in, With the bad in it. Yeah. Yeah. So what what else did you have as good, Keith? Uh, I love the fact that uh, they've been consistent with uh, Mr. Freeze's character. It's yes. all about Nora. It, you know, he's not per se a villain. He's trying to a means to end sort of thing. And he, you know, and it shows in this episode where he goes, "No, this is wrong," and he actually ends up helping. I uh, I really think that uh, Mr. Freeze. As far as the animated series is concerned, is one of the best. Yes, villains. absolutely. No, I He's if not one of the, the deepest, I mean, the yeah. best. Yeah, his motivations have always been clear, like yeah. you said, and consistent. And, yeah, and and I, I there was a lot of change in this episode, and he generally gets really good episodes. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, they're just really good stories. Yeah. Uh, so this was, and this was not a um, a letdown. No, and he's not overused. No. No, he's not. No, that's that might even be the lens Under, to his yeah. the 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 interest in him or something because he yeah. they don't overuse him, but when they do, man, do they drop the hammer? Yeah, you know? great it's a good story. story. All right, uh, Brian, do you have any goods? That would freeze is the best. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, I really liked they they do these great kind of Art Deco '40s robots like you'd seen in yes. the Flash or Superman. The robots designs in these were was awesome. Uh, I love the fact that they go back to their robotics expert, Carl Rossum, uh, from uh, Heart of Steel and all that stuff. And then the fact that he had the, the little Easter eggs of Batmite. Further down on my list. And Mr. Mixia's Spitlick. 
uh, the classic kind of Super Friends version of him with the with the purple yeah. bowler and the orange outfit and stuff like that. I thought that was wonderful. And then uh, again, Brian, you've got me to really get into the animation. There is the shot where it's like Freeze opens up with a cold gun, and it's all and it's just it's in like shadow and stuff like that. It is absolutely yeah. one of the best pieces. Best sales of animation I've, I've ever seen. If, I, if that would have been available from the old Warner Brothers store, I would have bought that in a minute. All right. Well, I'll start off with by saying I didn't have any bads for this one. I thought this was a super solid episode. I, You know what? This, uh, we, we talked about it on the last uh, episode with the 66 camp. And they still kept going with this. And, and, I mean, they have to, but it it felt out of place. With with the kind of campy Batman and Robin stuck in the ice and not just stuck in the ice, but it was the ice halo kind of thing uh, where they yeah and and it to me it it didn't um, kind of the tonal kind of shifts in yes, tone like that yes okay. yeah when you when you have uh, the story that they had and the villain that they had and his motivations that that just felt out of place. Um, and then, uh, once again, Robin is the damsel in fucking distress. I don't know why they don't just call him bitch. Yeah, I, 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 I agree. It's almost like, well, the boss has told us we got to put more Robin in, so we'll, we'll just use him as Lois Lane or whatever. And, and really they could, they, they have an opportunity to kind of make the character cool. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, because everybody loves Dick Grayson. We do. Uh, I don't care who you are. Fuck you if you don't. I like Nightwing. But they keep Nightwing. making him the damsel in distress. He is he's the he's weak link in Batman's arsenal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, Keith, what'd you have for bats? I didn't have any bats. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll circle back around. I didn't have any hoes in this one either. Oh, I had one. They give grenades to prison guards? That, uh, you know what? I, actually, I should have wrote that down. I saw that and I was like, yeah, they give grenades <laughs> to prison guards? <laughs> yeah, that, uh, I You went, know, huh? when you're up in the tower, you... You got a good shot at him. Yeah. But I was like, yeah, that's what I, I, they I saw They can't give that. me boiling oil anymore. So they can't. <laughs> Jesus, Keith. <laughs> All right, Mr. Nitpick. What do you got I, to nitpick? My big complaint was the ice cups or the ice halo, whatever. They're, they're being held by robots, metal robots, and they transfer them over to ice. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're, we need to carry you somewhere. We have these automated things. No, we're going to put ice around you. That was actually really good because I didn't pick that up, but now that I think about <laughs> yeah, it, I'm like, like, ah, that's kind of stupid. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Other than having that cool scene of you don't know what uh, Freeze is going to do, so he, as he's blasting them. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, was there uh, was there Glee coming out of this one, boys? Fucking Batmite. Mitsublikzidzidzidzidzidzidzidzidzidzidzidzidzidzidzidzidzidzidzidzidzidzidzidzidzidzidzidzidzidzidzidzidzidzidzidzidzidzidzidzidzidzidzidzidzidzidzid
And I thought it was like, wow, that was a really good ending with both, you know, both of them being, you know, Mr. Freeze and Walt Disney being immortal or whatever, being trapped under the ocean in ice. It was like, When wow. they show Walt Disney screaming. Yeah. yeah. That was, uh, I don't know if it's touching or just fucking stalker level. You want I to mean, go of his wife? Well, yeah. That's what I think makes it so interesting is that it's half and half, really. Yeah. It's yeah. it's like it's like, you know, this total like obsession, but then it's also like comes from a good place. If if maybe, hopefully. You know what it, it, it is. It's uh it's not like he caused her to be in that condition, yeah. but that he's worked everything he's done, he's done to cure the yeah, condition. Yeah. And it'd be fun if he did and she goes, "Just get away from me." <laughs> Where was the uh what was the one that that happened? Uh, what? <laughs> you think of it? Yeah, the Harley Quinn series. Oh, you got to see it. Oh, okay. Uh, all right. Well, what was the uh, what was the star rating on this one, boys? Uh, I'm gonna give it a four and a half. I thought it was, uh, which is about the most I'll ever give a, an episode that doesn't it's... have Harley Quinn in it. All right. Uh, I'm gonna go four stars. I'll give it a four and a half. Also, I really like this. Yeah, I thought it was uh, solid, solid, solid. All right. Let us know what you think. Alright, so, for our continuing reviews of the DC Animated Universe, we are at the final episode of Season 2 for Batman the Animated Series, Batgirl Returns, which debuted on November 12th, 1994, directed by Dan Reba, and written by Michael Reeves and Bryn Stevens, and Batgirl Returns! Yay! (laughs) (laughs) So this was a female character-centric episode, Brian, so I imagine you've got a lot of uh, commentary on this one. Yeah, but it was you know what I love Batgirl and uh, and I love the animated Batgirl uh, a ton. I think that they've done a great job with her. The animation in this was phenomenal. I love the opening fantasy sequence. <laughs> That's a little lower down on my list. No, you know what? What I liked about it versus some of the other uh, depictions of it in uh, other media, this was all from Batgirl's perspective. Okay. So it was a little yeah. more wholesome. It was a little more um, crush romance novel. Yeah, yeah it yeah. was. Uh, she wasn't taken off her. <laughs> yeah, no, she, she didn't hump him on the rooftop. Jesus Christ! What what fucking sicko comes up with that shit? That's like a killing joke. But it was wholesome, and it was she saves the day, yeah. and she you little, know more romance novel than yeah. Okay. It was it was a little more pirate fantasy yeah. kind of you know. She saves him and yeah, and then it's da 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 the way the hair came off and the, and then with the wake up, yeah, with it's Barbara Barbara <laughs> and he's yelling. <laughs> then she wakes up and the look on her face and the disheveled. That was it was fun for me. So it wasn't as as um as twisted sick as some other shit. Okay, Keith, did you have any guns? I actually liked the. Fact, I don't know why I like the fact, but I thought it was kind of cool that Catwoman figured out where Becker or Barbara was working out to leave the note. Oh, that okay. means she had to figure out her identity. Or no, least, sir, or maybe she just figured her? out she was like, she was a, she had to be a student at the, co- the college or something like that. <laughs> Not necessarily like she's Barbara Gordon. Well, she had to know where she is or followed her there. So if you followed her, you know where she lives it wouldn't be that hard she's to a smart out. young chick with the hip jamming body she's got to work out and she's obviously yeah. college educated 
Exactly. That's exactly. And there's only one college in Gotham. Gotham, you. Okay. So, anyways, I just thought that was kind of a cool little thing since no one figures out anything in these shows. No shit. They're all just so. Stupid. You know what amazes me is nobody can figure out shit, but there's great continuity. Yeah. Yeah, well, actually, <laughs> that's a good point because actually one of my goods is the great continuity with Roland Daggett, and you finally see. They're talking about, oh yeah, this is where she t- they turned him into Clayface, and this is where they infected infected my cat, and I almost died. And that was the other good. They actually explained what happened before, so people would maybe not watch the whole series. Yeah. knew what was going on. But but yeah, that they gave her a vengeance bent on that. <laughs> yeah, was no, really that, fucking that was cool. Well, no, and that's my other good is that Catwoman is a bad guy in this, and yeah. that she was completely well willing to let Roland Dagger drop into the acid. That's one of my glees. Okay. All right. Well, I'll just say it. My, I just did not. Something that takes me out of the episode. The dream about Batman. I know you said it was wholesome and it was romance novels. It's just like I have. I'm so stuck with the Dick Grayson, Barbara Gordon kind of pairing in my head that I just thought that was really off and off putting. And you know, you got to figure. I mean, just from a from a purely physical standpoint, Batman's got to be hot. Sure, I I don't agree with that at all. And I was a schoolgirl girl crush. You dressed up as him. So. It took me well, out of the episode, and it did me too until I put it from her perspective and not from. It was still okay. a little creepy. Not as creepy because it gave me flashbacks to the other <laughs> other show where they showed that, and it was like really. Creepy. Oh yeah, and they got to let that go because this was wholesome. Yes, I actually was hoping that there would be more of a jealousy. For Batgirl of Catwoman, because Catwoman, obviously Batman and Catwoman have had some sort of relationship, so I thought there would be more friction on that. Than... Okay. I don't think that, I don't, I wouldn't think that Catwoman would consider her to be um, competition. No, on Batgirl's aspect. Batgirl oh, shows an attraction to Batman in the beginning. But does Batgirl know that? Does Batgirl know those I don't know if that's public, I, yeah. don't, I don't, I don't know. She's... Then I, I probably would say if she didn't know... But if she did know, there would have been more snark. Yeah, yeah. I, I would think that's what I was thinking. I just don't think she knows. Okay. Boy, there's a lot of supposition in these little conversations, <laughs> isn't there? There is. All right. Uh, so that was my bad, Keith. Well, that was that was your bad. The creepy okay. beginning and then the whole yeah. I don't have any bad ones. Okay. Uh, what about uh, what about the nitpicks? What about the huzz? I don't have any huzz. I always have huzz. Well, I know you do. Let me get mine out of the way. Okay. Uh, so like at the end, uh. They uh, they catch Catwoman and the cops cuff her, and they and they take her away. And then when they put her back in, in the back of the squad car, she's not wearing handcuffs, and she she beats up the two cops and gets away. I'm sorry, <laughs> the continuity editor should have been fired on that one. That just plugged the crumpler. She can break out of anything. But yeah. no, they physically show her getting into the cop car without handcuffs on. Oh. It wasn't like she 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 lock picked her way out of her. She was not wearing handcuffs when she, she got in the back. Between the time they showed her, she picked the lock and it was already gone. They just the cops are just too stupid to notice. You should be a cop in Gotham, though. Because he says you're stupid. You know, <laughs> no, no, because he noticed. Go, go, go. Nitpick. I uh, no. I, I missed that. that. I have a good. couple. I have a couple. Uh, the whole deal between Barbara and Catwoman. If you lie to me, then you're gonna turn yourself in. Well, if she lies to you here, wouldn't she lie to you about the deal? <laughs> Just don't. There's honor among thieves. Okay, one's a thief, one's not. So bad girl could lie. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> and how many 
places have you been where they slide a newspaper under your front door? Actually, in college, I used to. Really? Um, honest to God. Honest to God. How big a Hotel. space is under there? <laughs> no, they put them in front of I've never had They actually, and funny enough, how big a space is there? There was at least a, like, between a three-eighths and a half-inch gap between my the bottom of my door, my dorm room, and the floor. I don't know if they used to have carpet and they put down tile or something like that, but it was like, you could fly a plane underneath my door. Okay, so they could spy on you. Got it. Okay, I, that, that was it. Okay, so what was the uh, what was the glee coming out of this one, boys? When uh, when she's dropping him in the acid, the Batgirl says, you'll kill him. And Catwoman looks at her and goes, oh, grow up. <laughs> that for me. I was fucking crying. And this so completely reminded me of Batman Confidential, issues 17 through 21. It's drawn by Kevin McGuire. It's written by Fabian <laughs> Nicieza. And it's Catwoman and Batgirl's first meeting. And it's five great fucking episodes or issues. Nice that you you. There's one issue where they're completely naked through the whole thing. Oh jeez! Because they go into a bathhouse and they have to take off their clothes, and so it's Batgirl chasing Catwoman naked through a bat bathhouse. It is so fucking funny. Sure, that wasn't a dream. No, I can get to the episode. <laughs> one of those wholesome dreams. Yeah, she's wearing her uh, her cowl. It's just it's it's a great great five issue run. Batman Confidential. Uh, and McGuire's brilliant. All right, Keith, do you have any glee? No, not really. All right, I had uh, I had a couple. Uh, Brian, you had brought up before, like I think even in the introduction of Backer War, you know, Robin's like, you're an amateur and you shouldn't be doing this. And is and he gives her that speech and he swings away and she goes, dork. <laughs> I just, that literally made me laugh. And then I love, this one was kind of a really realistic one where Backer goes, what are you going to do? Tie us off and dangle us over the, uh, over the acid? And, and you know, and he's like, no. You're too resourceful for that. I'm just going to shoot you and throw your bodies in the ass. It's just like, finally, no death trap, no grand showdown with the Dark Knight. We're just going to shoot you and get rid of the bodies. I just thought that was brilliant. All right, so what was the uh, what was the star rating on this one, boys? I'm giving it a four. Okay. Three and a half. Three and a half stars for me as well. Let us know what you think. All right, so we've done the first two seasons of Batman the Animated Series, and I've crunched the numbers, even though Keith's the numbers guy. But I, I but you're His not computer a... crunched it. He didn't crunch it. Ah, uh, yeah, you would have done it in your head, and I, I actually threw it out on a spreadsheet or whatever. All right, so there were a total of four unanimous five-star episodes. So Ooh. Beware the Grey Ghost. Almost got them. Harlequinade and Baby Doll were all unanimous five star episodes. Wow! So those are our top four. Uh, the top rated episodes that were not unanimous five stars because, of course, Keith brings everything down. Ouch! Uh, so there was a tie between the Laughing Fish, the Man Who Killed Batman, and the Demon's Quest. Those are all uh, four point four point three three three. So four and a third stars. And then the ones that were four point, uh, four and two thirds of a star were Joker's Favor, Feet of Clay, and Harley's Holiday. And then our bottom episodes. So tied for the third worst are What is Reality, which is the stupid Joker one. <laughs> uh, Moon of the Wolf, which is the stupid Wolfman one. And Day of the Samurai. Which is the stupid samurai one, or the stupid ninja one? 
the second worst one was the Underdwellers, which I would have thought would have been the worst, because that's my least favorite episode. But the absolute bottom of the barrel worst episode of Cat Scra- uh, of Batman the Animated Series was Cat Scratch Fever, which is the stupid one where they turn Catwoman into the, the cat. Oh, that was dumb. Yeah, that was the lowest... That was uh, the lowest, dumbest one? That was the lowest, dumbest one. For season one, the average star rating was... Keith had an average star rating of three. Brian and I had an average star rating of 3.2, and I was slightly ahead of Brian with 3.28. And then on the second season, Keith's average rating was 3.125. Brian's was uh, 3.36 stars, and mine was 3.39 stars. So I think we liked the second season a little bit better than the first. Animation was better. Stories were better. Too much Robin. Too much Robin. But, of course, Keith drags everything down. Too much Robin. Both seasons. So, any final thoughts on Batman the Animated Series, boys? Uh, second season was much, much better. Much more consistent. Yes, I thought it, it delved into the, yeah, the, the villains a lot, a lot better. Yeah. Yeah, we brought that up a couple times that they actually yeah. got the, yeah. the, the psychological... Stronger stories. Uh, ...influence of the uh, of the villains a lot more and stuff like that. Yep. And for you guys who watch the show episodes, I'm sure it was better. Hey, all right, well, that is the final take on Batman the Animated Series. We've still got one more season. I think it's the New Adventures of Batman and Robin or something like that, or we could start doing Marvel. But stay tuned to this, and we'll uh, we'll let you know what's going on.